Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Lowest Effect on Universal Energy Radio. My name is Elisa. My name is Liz. <laughs> so you alerted me to the fact that there's someone in the queue. Yes. So let's take care of that. And I could be in the queue tenfold. That's all okay. I'm going to say. That's all okay. I'm going to say. Things well, are... Things are next level. So let's take this call and we'll see if we get to my stuff. Okay. 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 So this is area code 310. Good morning, caller. You're on the air. Who is this? Hi, this is Vince from calling from New York. Vince. Yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah. yeah. Hey, what, what's going on? Well, um, you know, I'm right now I'm working um, and it's just not enough money, but at least I'm working. But I had a I had a job interview with Pepsi and they turned me down. But I did have a job interview on Tuesday um, with a Boston Beer Company, and they said they're going to let me know next week. And I had the job interview yesterday online um, with a with a um, uh, company that that they make uh, prescription pills and like you know aspirin stuff like that. And um, so I'm just wondering um, which job, if I'm going to be offered either job. They're both good pay. Um, Well, I'm going to tell you right now, I am not in the, I, I, in dealing with naming and quantifying predictability, this, Mm -hmm. I I can't speak for Lisa, but this isn't the show for that. It's the energy of abundance. It's the energy, yeah, I, and, and I'm just not in, and honestly, I'm not in the frame of mind to even pretend to, um, to support that question in the way that you quite need. So you might want to call a different show um, because I, I'm, not, I'm just not lined up to give uh, energetic information that you're seeking it to be quantified or identified or labeled. I think I would suggest to think the thing to look at is the flow of abundance and the trust oh, in that. And then know that you are capable that, to know that you have a skill set and to trust in the energy of source the same way that we trust that the sun is going to rise and set every day. And it's going to rain, it's going to snow, it's going to be this, it's going to be that. So that you are allowing and aligning and let that lead your way or call a different show and perhaps they can give you the specific answer you're seeking. And I'll turn this over to Elisa. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Vince. I mean, that's that's the tough part about it is that um, I've never been one to be like, yep, yeah, it's definitely going to happen. It's more of uh, like the question, we obviously know the question, the answer you'd like to have is like, yeah, you, you'll have a choice of either one. The thing is you have already put in motion and you've been doing you've been doing the work and you've been getting the interviews, which is good. Now, obviously, like you said, most people don't always even get that opportunity. They don't get an interview, so you've got two. And I would say the more you're able to um, maintain and and at times elevate or sustain just your your energy for that that that, that you're seeing these opportunities because you you did one online. You're, you're waiting next week. You know that type of thing. You're um, that there's always going to be opportunity for more of that. So, right. The, you know, once you are presented with 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 what the option is, you know, if you're in a good if you're in a good space for it, like I would I would say even like just like just right now today, like Liz, very briefly when we got on, she's got stuff going on, so it's it's harder for her to do. What she would normally do, like, oh, let me just t- take the energy. It might be actually the, the exact same response to you because it, it, it is, you know, it's, it's someone, you know, asking for something a little more specific because she knows that that's what she'd like to know. Um, but right. it's, you know, she or his, his is up front with you. Like, I'm not in the space to do that right now. Um, so, so think of it that way. When you are in a, in a, um, in a situation and you're feeling at least not not even he's not feeling great, 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 but you're feeling okay. I, I feel okay. I feel good. Um, 
it's easier to look around and assess what's in front of you and to, to see if you're lined up with an opportunity that's being presented to you. In fact, it's easier to even see that there's an opportunity being presented to you, you know, clearly versus, uh, you know, looking at something like, oh, why are you bothering me with that? So keep your, your inner being, your inner state uh, as, as clear, you know, clear in terms of being just neutral about it. You know, because if we think about it this way, energy is just energy. It's not good or bad until you put your spin on it. It just depends on where you are in the moment. So it's, it sounds like you've had these opportunities and you've, you've gone through. And, and uh, you know, yeah, with one, you, you, you were told, no, what, maybe it wasn't a right fit. So I feel like you're on a good trajectory. Um, but this isn't so much about seeing if someone else can give you that inner edge. Oh yeah, you're going to get the opportunity. They'll say, let's just say you got, you said, yeah, uh, I've got a response back from one of them, but not both of them at the same time. Because they really happen, like you have it all laid out right in front of you. You still have to make a decision on right. that company that has offered you the opportunity has said yes. I, we think we're lining up. You have you have to then say. You know, do your additional due diligence and say, okay, I haven't heard back from this other place, but I have an opportunity here. That's the decision you're going to have to make. Do you move forward with it? Do you say yes? So you're still in the same sort of situation. You still don't know yet until it's presented to you. And and I would say just like, like today, today is a good example. Um, when you're feeling uh, like it's a good day, like you've got uh, not so much burdened on you in the moment to crowd your thoughts, you can make a pretty good decision. And, and even if you didn't, you know, the decision that you made, you have to stick by that, you know, because you're not, you're okay. not really in that. Uh, don't put yourself in, the, in, in the, such a corner that you feel desperate that you have to take the job. Like be aware right. that you still have to look at all of what's in front of you. Um, and that's the best you can do. That's the best anyone can ask of, of you. And that's the best you could ask of yourself. So uh, try to try to keep clear on what it is you're wanting. If it's just, you know, I want more pay, I want to be in a good position. I know it's more than that. You know, I mean, obviously the environment's important. The support you're going to get is important. Um, but also the, the compensation is important. So those are things that you just have to um, to look at again when the opportunity is presented to you and see if you're in alignment with it. And if it is, and then it's clear, like it's okay, well then, yeah. Um, and it's not dependent on, well, someone else is going to give you another opportunity. Um, you know, you could maybe leverage that. Like I just got an offer. If they get to you the next day and uh, the other opportunity comes up and they say, yeah, then, you know, maybe that's, that's, that's something you can, you can bargain with. I don't know. Uh, you know that's a, uh, that's something you like to play with, but, those are, I think it's more of you being in a clear state of mind and, and, um, and not putting too much importance on the what ifs and, and all the different scenarios. It's easy to get bogged down. Just remember what, why you were looking and, and, and trying to get something new, what type of position you're trying to get. Remember all of those things because that's what's going to be important for you to say yes or no to. Okay. Okay. And good luck to you. I'm happy that you've gotten these opportunities. I think that's that's a great that's a great sign. Yeah. You know? So yep. just keep tap into that keep, abundance. Tap into yeah, that exactly. Flow. Exactly. So you're you're in that flow. Just just try to maintain it. Just keep yourself clear because it's it's easy to get turned around sometimes um when you overthink it, you know, and you try to play all these different scenarios. It's it's uh, just remember why you're doing it what type of situation you wanted to be in, um, you know, just, and it's not even um, like amounts necessarily. It's uh, the intangibles. Like, you know, I wanted to feel supported. I wanted to feel like I'm in a good environment um, to grow. I want to be in a, you know, these are the things you can't say, well, it has to be uh, this way necessarily, but you'll know it and you can allow for, um, for something even better to come along that may not fit in the right packaging. If you keep it to such a, um, such a specific situation. Um, so I would say good luck to you. I think you're you're doing you're doing fine. Just keep yourself clear, and remember what was important for you. Your priorities. Right. Okay. Well, thank you for the insight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and good luck to care. you. And just keep us posted. Okay. We'll do. Thanks. All right. 
Good Take luck. Care. Yeah, it's going to be fine. No, he's she's in a good spot. I think so but too. To, to, I, it's, I think it's, that. Growth. it's growth. It's it is. growth. It is growth to 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 not hold on to what you think you need to hold on to or what or what you held on to in the past. That's casting shadow of mm-hmm. where you are now. So right. that's why I didn't even want to entertain that. It's because it's obscuring. It's it's not it's obscuring your progress. It's muting your presence. Mm-hmm. It's um, actually putting a um, a barrier to the flow of abundance. Right. The fact that you're you know you're you're out there you're in circulation. That's a lot of circulation. Right. right. Trust it. That's it. So. Yeah, I just couldn't entertain that. I, no, I got gotcha. you. No. And I'm not going to pretend. No, gotcha. I'm not, not going to pretend. No, I'm not going to pretend. <laughs> Where yeah. do I begin? Yeah. <sighs> girl. I'm listening. Okay. <laughs> girl. Oh, girl, let me tell you, this is the only good thing about this. It makes a great story. But that's oh the only good thing about it. Oh, but I have to, I have to put a footnote on it. Less than 10 minutes ago, I'm in my kitchen, and water is coming through the wall. Uh, so so, we're, so now we're three for three. Right. We are three for three. So in 10 minutes, I called security. I cleared the area. I called maintenance. I cleared the area. Uh, maintenance did a check and made a cup of coffee and, and, got, on the, and got on the show. Okay, so so this new apartment, this, so now every area of my house, the bathroom, now the kitchen, and the rest of the house is kind of in a shambles. Mm. It's an organized shambles, but it's a shambles. And my past has literally exploded. And yes, I've said that before in this show, talking about the house. Oh, mm. but it gets even better. Okay, so you might recall several shows ago, that I've been sort of ambivalent. I haven't really talked about my little situationship. But, mm-hmm. then, but I, think I, may, I think I said, I don't even know, I'm going to continue with this. I don't yeah. know, whatever. Yeah. And, and thank God for intuition. God, that even though I didn't tangibly, so this is where it comes to our, our caller right now, right? Mm. This is a great example. So I, ha- I had this happen in my life so I could talk about it on the show to so just give a lesson to the people. I wish, not true. Okay. So, so without knowing why, for the entire duration of this dalliance, which would be a year and change, not including a couple of months for a breakup, but a, a year and change, um, I just knew not to ask for anything and to use this, not to ask for anything, not to ask for anything more, and to use this as an opportunity for self and self-knowledge and growth. And that has served me beautifully. I have never felt better about myself in my life in terms of how I'm holding it together, body, mind, and spirit. And... I, um, thank goodness, I took this as a very seriously casual and casually serious, meaning um, exclusive, not seeing other people, but Mm -hmm. really involved, respectful, friends with benefits type of situation, and maybe we see each other anywhere between one and, you know, usually on average two times a month, a little bit more, a little bit less, but really not a lot, enough. Worked perfectly for me. So anyway, I'm going to just give the Twitter version because I could take three hours to tell this story and not Mm -hmm. get to every freaking detail. So three weeks ago we got together. And I don't know why, and we're, we, we always have a, there was one time we didn't have a good time when he was drunk and he was a mess, and that was a breakup. But mm-hmm. other than that, 
we've always had a lovely time. And three weeks ago, I said, you know, just out of sheer respect um, and public health, uh, to to go out to go outside an intimate situation, I'd rather know first and then cut it loose. And there was no reason for me to say it, but I would say that on occasion, maybe just to check in. And, you know, he'd agree, da-da-da-da-da-da-da, or just nod, or whatever. Okay, three weeks pass. Now it's this past Monday, right? Mm-hmm. So we have a lovely time, and I'm really proud of him because uh, he has pretty much stopped drinking altogether. He had a cancer scare several months ago, getting wow. his health back. And he's never looked better. And he reminded me, I could see Guy in his late teens and early 20s that I had the same type of connection with. We were really good friends with benefits. We were never, ever boyfriend and girlfriend. Mm -hmm. So now at the senior citizen stage, (laughs) I'm like, uh, you know, I'm like the way I couched it in my mind and with my busy life, I romanticized it, but it, it really worked for me. Like I was mean, you know, like this, like, oh, I took out a lover. That's really all that I wanted. I'm very independent. Um, I have a lot going on. Perfect. And then maybe I would want like a little, a slightly a little more attention even through texting, but I really worked very diligently to learn about um, oxytocin and that's the attachment hormone and uh, emotional addiction and I just use this as an opportunity to learn and grow and to just kind of follow his lead and then mm-hmm. this way that will be my baseline and, and that's good enough not you know sometimes maybe wanting more that's the oxytocin talking but then other than that no I'm, I, I'm good I was able to just navigate and work and not feel like I had to ask for more just my intuition was just like this is this is it and because of that and because time was passing I kind of always straddled the fence like one foot in one foot out mm-hmm. thank God so we get together this past Monday he never looked better and I'm really seeing glimpses of him at 1920, you know, we, we hung out off and on from, I was 18 to 24. He was 19 to 25. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm seeing glimpses of that. And I'm like, you know what? Screw this, this, this ambivalence. I'm not going to ask for anything more, but you know what? I'm just going to um, put all my chips in um, energetically. And why not? This is lovely. I have no reason. Ha ha ha. I have no reason to, to, to doubt this. It's fine. So we're moving really slow. It's working mm-hmm. for me. He looks amazing. You know, we're walking arm in arm. I'm like, we look like this hot power couple, this hot power <laughs> mature couple. Look, look at us. We're am- like amazing, right? So it's magical. It's this, that, but Monday, Tuesday night, uh-huh. 24 hours later. Oh, now it gets good. I have to take a uh-uh. sip of my coffee for, the next, for this next part, girl. <laughs> okay, now it's Tuesday night. Um, in my little love hangover, I could, I didn't sleep and I didn't sleep Monday night because my central nervous system. I can't if I get together, you know, I can't, and I have to work all day the next day Wednesday. So I'm just in like this this stupor. Seven o'clock at night, my phone rings. It's him. Mm-hmm. We never speak on the phone, but we never mm-hmm. FaceTime. And I just chalk that up to okay, he's not into that, whatever, whatever. Again, I never questioned it. If we had six phone calls in uh, a year and a half, that's pretty accurate, minimal. So I'm, I'm, so I see that it's him, and I go, oh, hello there. It's a woman's voice. <laughs> oh, girl, well, get ready. Get ready. Now you see why I couldn't talk to um, New York. Sure. Vince. Sure. This is why I couldn't talk to New York. Okay, it's a woman's voice. And I'm just like, WTF, what is going on? She goes, is this Liz? I'm like, who's this? She gives her name. She goes, 
I'm in Stephen's bathroom. I said, where are you? She gave the address. I'm like, oh, Jesus. She goes, yeah. Uh, he's cooking me dinner. I've been his girlfriend for three years. He <sighs> left the phone in the bathroom. And uh, you're the second person I called because the first person I called, she gave the name, has been his girlfriend for five years. What? And, uh, and he has 30 connections on Bumble and on Tinder. Wow. What? And she's hysterical crying. Ugh. And I, and she's like, I, I said, thank you for letting me know, for calling the other person. Um, and at this point, Alicia, I am so calm. I have yet to shed a, a tear over this, and I'm so mm-hmm. proud of myself. And I'm so, this is, there's a lesson. Even if you don't know why, trust your intuition. Right. Right. So this one is hysterical thinking. She's the girlfriend. Now, let me just give a little sidebar for context. Um, he, the apartment that she called me from is outside of Manhattan. It's in Queens. And well, from the first time that we got together, he said he was in a roommate sublet situation um, in the city. So he would go back and forth. If he wanted to stay in the city, he'd stay in, in the city. And then his, his home base is Queens. So the Dalliances would take place in Queens. Well, it turns out that apartment is the other girlfriend of five years apartment. Oh, my God. So before he moved to his own place, okay, he would have his dalliances and then go back to the girlfriend's apartment. Oh. Okay. I am consoling this girl. She's very nice. We connected. And I said, she goes, as women, we have to stick together. And I said, well, we better, we better make an appointment with the OBGYN to do a full, a full screening. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, yeah, got my appointment yeah. for Tuesday. And, and I, I said, I want to talk to him. Um, I said, how much time do you need? She goes, give me an hour. So she gets out of the shower. He, she doesn't say anything to him. He goes to take his pre-sex shower. Mind you, I was with him the day before. Mm-hmm. That's depraved mm-hmm. and unsafe. And I've been talking about safe sex and um, exclusivity uh, for all of that from day one multiple times. I just did three weeks ago. And like the sociopath that he is, this is like a, you know, a prequel to serial killer um, uh, mental psychosis because right. this person should be nominated for an Oscar. So she's totally freaking out. So she leaves. He takes a shower and then she leaves the apartment. Right. My timer goes off. I call him. I said, and I said the person's name. Said, she's wonderful. We had a great talk. She looked through your phone. Did you have a good time? <laughs> oh, and my God. Somebody else? I said, yeah. So I said, uh, you killed our friendship. I have never been more uh, disrespected and betrayed in my life. Um, you're disgusting. I don't even know what I said. And then he's like, oh, no, no, no. Freaking out. Whatever. He starts to cry. He's like, I'll call you later. I can't. And he hangs up. Then uh, she and I get on the phone, and I feel so bad because the other one of five years, remember I used to say he would run in all these exclusive circles? Mm -hmm. It was through the girlfriend of five years. So he basically appropriated her access and made it like it was his own. So he'd be out with her, her plus one. He's texting me, sending me pictures of, so she is a high-powered literary agent. Mm. So they go to Oscar screening. So I'm getting, so so I've never been invited to anything. Now I know why. And thank goodness, because I don't really aspire for high privilege. 
I'm the independent film girl doing stories for 25 years about brown, brown and queer people and people with disabilities. So I'm good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I never had this aspiration to run in those circles. Um, and I always kept it that I would never spend the night. I never asked for anything. I mean, he's cooking them dinner. He's living with them. He never even made me a sandwich. Okay. Thank God. <laughs> thank, no, but thank God. Thank God. Because she was with him for three years because he's really, he's really good. He's very convincing. So she, so they would tell each other they love each other. I never, ever, the L word never came up. I just knew better. Mm. So I'm consoling her. And then I get it, and we get off the phone, whatever. And I'm just like, I feel like I got hit by ten trucks. And sure. I can't even imagine. I have nothing, nothing but compassion, and empathy for this one. And then I get a text from her. The other one wants to talk to me. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So um, I get on the phone with the other one. And we both, and then the ugly truth comes out. We both find out. Um, I know so much about where they've been and what they've done and how they live and all of that because he siphoned it off as his own. Now I know why I wanted to spend his last two birthdays with him. Now I know why I didn't. Now I know why on New Year's Eve when he was in L.A. visiting his son, or maybe not, mm. uh, that I wanted to FaceTime at midnight. Oh, I don't feel good. Now I know. Mm-hmm. So, so what's been happening on, um, on a quantum level, all of these lies are flooding in. And, I, and um, after I got off the phone with her, and she's like, oh, my God, I'm so depressed. This is crazy. He knew her family. He lived with her part-time. They traveled together the holidays. He knows her adult children. This is a five-year relationship. So he cheated on her with the one for three years. He cheated on both of them with me. And then he is looking into more dalliances with the apps. So when I was on the phone with him, I'm like, are you a sex addict? Pose. I'm like, this is some junky shit. You got to call somebody. You need help. And when I was on the phone with each woman, respectively, I said, I can't even be, I can't even be upset. This is mental illness. This is chronic mental illness. And uh, the one of five years, she goes, I don't know if I'll ever be able to trust men again. I'm like, nope, I trust men. I trust humanity. I will not let him take away my trust of men. I will not allow him to do that. And I have a feeling, and maybe it's me being twisted or whatever, or maybe it's my intuition. I can't tell right now because I'm a little shook. Um, how ironic that yesterday was the high Jewish holiday of Yom Kippur, which is about atonement and forgiveness. And mm-hmm. I know him. I know he has the most to lose from this one. It's his presence in, in Manhattan, New York City. It's access. It's privilege. It's it it feeds his this false persona. He's a fraud. He's a grifter, and he's men- very mentally ill. And when you're that wired for that, you can be very convincing. Mm. And I want to give her more. I, I'm, I'm going to give her. I want to give her more credit than that. But I won't be surprised. He has the most to lose from her. I won't be surprised if she takes him back. Wow. And God bless. But that's just me. And I'm not being petty. It's just where it could really go uh, that way. And both women know that I stood up for both of them. Women know that um, my situation was, was casual and not anything close to what they went through. And that's really, I'm not glad for that by any means. I don't want anyone to suffer it really has shifted my consciousness into the freedom that I am not bound. And I don't feel this past year and change was a waste of my time. Mm. I am happy. 
I, for real or not, it was my, it was my hologram. So that, now it's over. I had a beautiful time. I have evolved. And I always knew in the back of my mind, except when I, except when, it's so funny, that except on Monday, I always knew in the back of my mind, like, he's not the one. And then Tuesday, I'm sorry, and then on Monday when I saw him, he like, so good. I, my mind was like, oh, kind of contemplating, wait a minute, wait, hold mm-hmm. up, wait, hang on now, like, think about this. And I'm like, mm-hmm. let's just see what happened. But again, not labeling, I never put a label on, not asking, but in my mind, I made this shift to be open to maybe turning this into a more serious direction. Mm. Less than 24 years, source said, nope. 24 hours. Yeah. 24 hours later. Thank God. So I am so... Hmm? Sorry, wasn't what? wasn't he like going through a divorce too? Isn't that like? Oh yes, the, the divorce will be a year in November. So he, so he, he, while well, he was separate or not separated, my guess is that he cheated on his wife with girlfriend number girl, girlfriend of five years. Mm-hmm. But this is this is this 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 is this is mental illness. This is sociopathic behavior. Um, I always had a good time, so okay, I'm good. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to get checked out. And I know, I know in my soul, these other two women are like me, you know, responsible. Uh, so basically, I was in a polyamorous relationship without knowing about it. Right. That's basically what it was. Oh, my so God. So that's why I look at it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. And that, and I realized, and I realized because he was a poser and he was fronting, that was his job. And he was contemplating retiring early to travel and when he said that to me three weeks ago and that's when I had the respect conversation and all of that uh, that's when I was really thinking about well once he makes his plans I think I'm going to just say let's just be friends so Mm -hmm. I was really moving three weeks ago toward like this is a wrap this he wants to explore and do this and he wants he probably wants to explore more than just me Hello, mm. but he was mm. doing that all along. But what I don't understand, and this is why it, I think it's such a component of the mental illness. Now, he probably met these two women. I knew him when we were kids, and he went out of his way a year and a half ago to message me on Instagram. Why? If you're on the apps, you're dating around on the apps, you have a girlfriend of five years, you have a girlfriend of three years, what in the Betty Ford rehab are you doing looking for your your friend your your friends with benefits um of decades ago? And we were really great friends and if I'm mourning anything I'm not even and if I'm mourning anything, I'm mourning that friendship because he desecrated the memories of our dear friends who passed away well way too young. We kept them alive. And I felt like they were rooting for us. And I felt like his mother, who died many years ago, who I knew, was rooting for us. He desecrated that. He killed it. So, um, so me and the uh, the woman, um, thank goodness, who looked in the phone, and, and when I spoke to girlfriend of five years, and, and we both said, we're not that type of person, but we're glad she is <laughs> to go on the phone, right? Um, the, so sorry. So we're not that we're 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 not that type of person. I show uh, my decision now is that I'm not going to reach out to these women, but if they reach out to me, I will respond in kind. I think I would like both of them, but I don't need any more friends. I got plenty, <laughs> but I'll 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 be in the wings for them. You know, I'm com- I, I'm comforting these two bitches, okay? Right. I mean, that's right. the irony. And, and I'm in gratitude. And how ironic that my girlfriend, Teresa, who is a healer and voiceover artist, she's been producing um, healing meditations for a hospice center. And I'm like her beta listener be- before she sends them to, to the team. Mm-hmm. And this weekend... She sent me two two uh, meditations 
One was on self-compassion. The other has been on forgiveness. I've been listening. To, I probably have listened mm-hmm. to the forgiveness one four times. So sure. I'm doing the work. And the difference of how I felt 24 hours ago, like not sleeping for two days, feeling mm-hmm. like I got hit by 20 buses, um, it's a downpour of, downpour of rain, work taught all day, don't, and it felt, it felt like when my mother was dying and I'm teaching, you know. Mm-hmm. And I told, I told the students, think I'm a little, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a little um, disengaged. I'm not. Um, I have a hell of a story, but I'm going to tell you next week. I'll tell you next week. It's a good one, but I'm going to tell you next week. And then I just, in all my fatigue, I just taught, uh, you, you know, at, 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 the, at a great level and um, slowly the shock is wearing off and I'm being flooded with catching lie after lie after lie, which actually I'm using as a tool. So as I'm catching each each lie, each falsehood, that all the things adding up that I thought, I didn't appropriate it to me like I messed up or this, but just in that I was taking as opportunity for self-growth, for inner reliance, for self-love. I thank this man because he helped me get into a place to understand what loving myself really feels like. Mm. I did not, be, I did not have the opportunity, you know, in my early, early life to form fully formed, healthy attachment bonds. They're traumatized. Mm-hmm. So this really helped me uh, reconnect and do some rewiring. I have no regrets. I had a great time. And I'm grateful because he was the perfect person to have that opportunity and to really appreciate at this stage of life, you know, I'm in the final quarter, whatever you want to call it, at this stage of life to say, wow, you are flourishing. And the next time that you get into a relationship, that's, it's, it's, go, it's going to be with the one because now I'm ready. Mm. So I am thankful to him. And I have nothing but compassion because even if girlfriend of five years takes them back, their life is in a shambles. Now, I think girlfriend of three years has a little bit of a spiritual uh, component because our last text is that she said she felt less alone in this because there were others involved. Uh, she felt it was God or the universe showing her. Um, the betrayal is what got her. And um, now we follow each other on Instagram. <laughs> and I think what's so crazy, if I, and I think I, I know who she is because I think he, I asked him like a long time ago, like over a year ago, like before me, what was the longest relationship you were in you know, from your separation to the divorce. He goes, about a year. So we broke up, and, and she speaks four languages and this and that. So it's that, it's that girl. Oh, wow. Never letting me know about, about girl of five years. And this one, I believe, is Colombian. It's a two, oh. I think, because he said she's the daughter of a Colombian. And then the girlfriend of five years is in the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. And there I am. And, and so they're the bread, and I'm the, fam- and I'm the filling. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Isn't isn't that funny? And what I said, I was joking because you know me, I got a joke when I was on the phone with girlfriend of five years who's in the entertainment business and and now I said, Yeah, she she take pictures of this and that. Like I referenced all these events and locations. She was gasping. I said, Yeah, he did this and he went this and he went there and da 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 it was all with her. And I said, I'm a good time. You should make me your plus one and then I should post it. <laughs> It's not going to happen because she's going to take him back. And, and not that I want that to happen. But but with girlfriend of three years, she liked a bunch of my pictures on Instagram. Um, I would, like, if we, if we ever got together, I would tell her about this show. 
Mm-hmm. I wouldn't tell girlfriend of five years about the show. She's not wired like that. But girlfriend of three years, I feel she's she's she has some spiritual substance in her, spiritual mm-hmm. energy. But I'm not trying. Like I said, I'm not trying to have no, no new girlfriends by any stretch of the imagination. But um, yeah, and then my um, my kitchen wall water comes out of it, and uh, and Tuesday show. When they inspected the bathroom, um, there uh, th- there was water coming down from my bathroom ceiling, so there's a big hole in my bathroom. Oh and my we've, we've and it's going to take months before we put everything back from the other long term situation that started right. over the summer. We are now in October, so now my entire apartment, because the kitchen was the one area that was sort of spared. <laughs> So now my entire apartment needs tending to. Mm. That is my entire life. And this guy represents my early life, fused with my current life, and now that chapter is gone. The way I look at it, the contract is up. Mm. It expired. And this is me in an eight, Elisa? What the hell's going to happen in a nine? <sighs> all I know is that you're, so anyway, you're, all I know is that you're doing that work. So let's see when that nine thank God. comes around that so much has been cleared away. Yeah. I'm, I'm ahead of schedule. Yeah. I kind of feel like there's that, that stuff that is just, uh, it's just stuff right now, like the physical stuff and the emotional stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're 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 clearing the way, and it just yeah um, yeah. I, I know, am working I'm, like I've never worked in my life. Yep. I'm I'm listening to all of this, and um, and I'm sitting in my again in my childhood bedroom, just you know in my little what talking about like, the past mm-hmm. two two feet of space that is not mm-hmm. piled with stuff, and um and yep. I'm just like okay yep. yeah you know it's there are things that uh you know with water when anytime water comes through. Um, you know, we, we deal with these emotions, um, mm-hmm. you know, literally mm-hmm. all the water, and it makes sense. All the mm-hmm. water in this house is, is, is centered around, um, you know, the master bedroom and the, you know, the other bedroom, the spare bedroom. Well, I guess I'm in the spare bedroom, but there's, there's three bedrooms. Um, right. But, you know, everything is on this side of the house. So it makes sense that we're dealing with leaks that happen and it's all, you know, it's all this stuff. So, you know, yeah, you 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 figure out where it's coming from. We got a new roof on the house now. Now the next step is is you know mold removal. And yep, that's so, happening. Yep, that's coming. Yeah. Look at us. Yeah. Look at us. Water and mold. Lisa, I know it. I know it. And, it. and I, what? And I'll tell what you why. Past life. What? <laughs> I'll tell you what. I mean, so I, I had no idea this was the stuff you were dealing with because Monday, now, you oh know, God. this is, well, no, and it's not, it's more of a, uh, yeah, this has to, well, this has to do with, with, um, on a bigger scale, the women's, uh, soccer state of affairs. Mm. Um, okay. There was a, there was a huge, um, investigation, a year long investigation. Oh, Really? Um, into into the women's soccer league here. Um, oh wow! Because of a lot of things that happened in the past year, where like pretty much every not well every coach, every team has had a different coach, and, and not because of bad reasons. Not all of them, but the ones that were bad were really bad. Um, so, U.S. Soccer, who's in charge of all of soccer in the country, all levels from youth to professional. Mm-hmm. Um, hired an out, you know, outside counsel to to do an investigation of uh-huh. these, um, of these of these uh, different cases. Of, and, it, uh-huh. and and so they they took it was like a year to the day where they were assigned, and they're like, okay, we just need to go ahead and get it, you know, put the report out there. Now there's another report, another independent um, investigation happening parallel to this that's from the um the women's uh, or the players association for the league so mm-hmm. not from u.s soccer which is above that but just from the players association mm-hmm. and the league itself mm-hmm. 
So that's independent. They kind of have, have helped each other out, but they're doing, they're focusing on, on different things, although some other areas overlap. But there are allegations of abuse and, um, you know, verbal uh, oh. sexual abuse. Um, what? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff happening. Yeah, I, I may have, well, I'm not sure I talked about it. Who's abusing who? Coaches abusing players. Oh, and, my God. And management. Female coaches abusing female uh, no, um, um, the ones that it's were cited men? in this one were all men, of but course. I mean, I know, no shade to the men, but hello. But, yeah. but, well, 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 you know, well, think about it this way. There aren't many female coaches in the league. Not to say that that doesn't happen. Oh, there you go. Right. Right. I, I mean, I got it. I think, mm-hmm. uh, but, and there was only one mention and that was not highlighted necessarily in this report because there was so much, the three that they highlighted, it had been, well, two of them were definitely for years within the league. The league is only 10 years old, but right. it, it stems back to them being also youth coaches. So um, all I the struck and they do it to Monday the kids. Oh my God. Afternoon. Oh, yeah. And I've just been following the fallout and it's, and, and I read the report. I mean, it's like, <clears throat> that's 173 pages. Um, but, but like another hundred something of footnotes and the footnotes were like, what? Jesus. So, uh, oh yeah, there's a, there's a lot happening. Um, and so it's easy to say, oh, we'll just, just have women be coaches. And, 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 you know, that's not the only solution it goes no. it goes back to um oh by the way all these men were married and were doing things of course they you were. Know, making of making course. suggestions to yeah. to their mm-hmm. players That's their lovely. players who are professionals yeah. and wow you know if you know anything about women's sports and particularly women's soccer there's been an ongoing thing about equal pay well the thing is they don't get paid much right they're not. They they're not very little. Yeah. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. not doing it because of the thousands and you know thousands, the, the the tens right. of right. dollars. This is their this is their calling. This is their vocation. This is what they love right. to do. I get it. It's what they want right. to do, and they would love to build it up right. to be a, a truly professional right. where you're making you know a, a, a living wage, <laughs> roughly more than that, right. but a living wage. Right. And endorsements and all those wonderful things. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and mm-hmm. and there are plenty of people who you know. The, I would say the the women's uh, national team players are offered those kinds of endorsements. Um, but even they were talking about it would be nice for for um, players to have a choice. Like maybe they don't want because when you do those endorsements, you have to do a lot of extra stuff, obviously. But they said it would be nice right. for players to, who who can opt out and say no. I just you know I just want to play. I don't want to have to sell your shoe or, or peddle your drink or um, anything else. I just want to right. play. Right. Right. Um, and right. It should be contingent. I understand. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so um, I'm, I'm just reading all this. I'm, I'm, I was angry mm-hmm. a year ago with all of that. Just, just yeah, I remember mm-hmm. been going on for years and the only, you know, like the, now we're, we're, we're like, we're waiting on statements because the, the thing dropped, everyone read it. And, and the only people who were talking were the players Right, the players who've been talking mm-hmm. about listen this this coach or this coach or this coach, they've been mentioning it. There was like there was no structure of reporting. The coach had so much control in each of these clubs, um, and they were also protected by a lot of their friends who were in management or ownership of those clubs. Oh, I'm going to have to take uh, take this call. I don't know if it's about my building, so keep talking. I'll be okay. back. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, thanks. thanks. Sure. So. Um, so I'm I'm listening to all of this. I'm reading all of this, and and I'm piecing things together. And and it's uh, uh, when I look at the calls for reform, I think obviously yes, there there needs to be uh, uh, policies in place. Um, you know, back in the day, they didn't even the players didn't even know to because a person that they that they needed to talk to was the person they had to talk about, you know, the, the coach, everything, right, everything kind of went to, okay. Okay. Um, I was saying that they needed structures in place. Sure. When the, the, a lot of these, a lot of these teams don't have def didn't, and probably still some of them don't depending on who is, who, how much money was put into their teams. Uh, they don't have like an HR department. So who do you talk to when you have an issue 
particularly in something like this where uh, it starts off like with verbal abuse, which unfortunately in the sporting world, uh, that's kind of normal, which is obviously not good where you, the, you know, you're, you're, you're kind of used to an environment where coaches are yelling at you. Um, so you're kind of used to it. That, and so there's a whole, there's a whole culture, but it's not just sports. It's, it's our culture saying stuff like, Oh, well, boys will be boys. And I've talked about this right. before. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, so for, for a long period of time, these players, some of these players were getting abused, you know, uh, verbally. Some of them were being hit on constantly. Some were being coerced into sexual relationships and they all feared that a couple of things, Mm -hmm. they feared that they would not be able to play. Like they're right. They would just get traded, you know, or sent, you know, they wouldn't get any playing time. Um, which was mm-hmm. basically a, a death knell. Like that meant that you you probably wouldn't you know you wouldn't you would have a you'd have to scrabble scrabble to find another team that where you can get playing time. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they um, they didn't have any uh, so no one to talk to. The person that they that sometimes if you talk to somebody else to say oh well let me let me bring the coach in and let me let me let's find out what's happening. Like no, don't bring the coach in. <laughs> <laughs> That's the guy I'm talking about. I'm talking oh about my God. him. Right. You know? So now wow. he knows that I'm talking about him. Uh, and so it, 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 it's a, it, there's just so, there was so much to unpack. And these, and these women didn't have any outlet. And so as they would go to, well, who, who can I talk to? Can't talk to um, other coaches. They might, you know, or, or their staff. They don't know who else to talk to. Their jobs are at jeopardy. Everyone was sort of like, well, but also if you if you say something, it looks bad bad on the league, and this league needs to survive. So a lot of people were asked to stay quiet. Wow, you see, it's like a cult mentality. Yeah, but you know, bigger bigger, the bigger question or the bigger thing to change, and as you change a culture, is you know. And it's not a not to be a, like a, a weakening of the male whatever, but it's like you guys are out of control, you know, and and it's a reigning in and an understanding of no, no, not every guy does this. I think I think a lot of us, not not just guys, I think we think in different ways. We think in we can all be crass, you know, um, but to be in a position of power and to act out on that and think, well, the privilege that comes, the entitlement that comes being in these positions. Um, some of these coaches didn't even have uh, uh, coaching licenses. Oh, Jesus. Like they, they were officially waived by the Federation, uh, assuming oh, nice. that, they would, that they would get them done within, like there's a, there's a period of time. But for like eight or nine years, some of these coaches didn't have their licensing in place. Uh, but because they had a winning, these a lot of these coaches, well, two out of three of them, had you know a winning record. They were sort of over like, okay, we'll, we'll give them benefit of the doubt because they they mm-hmm. they win. Um, that's the sort of culture that we're kind of we're trying to crawl out of. Um, mm-hmm. And so I'm looking at all this. I'm listening to your story of dude like multiple. <laughs> Uh, multiple people, and um, I, I'm just shaking my head, and it's, it's, it, yeah. it, it boggles my mind mm-hmm. that uh, there is this mentality, and I, and, and I know that mm-hmm. it, it's a, it's a fine, it's interesting to say this, a fine line. I had a, uh, a good friend of mine from high school who, who, it was eye opening. He's like, yeah, you know, you have to kind of have to make a play for people. I said, even if, even if like this person already has engaged to somebody, like you have to make a show for what, to what end? What does that do? It's the hunter and the prey, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. It's like, well, you got it. Like I just, it seems, it seems misplaced. It, it seems Mm -hmm. like, like you said, like almost caveman, like, well, well, maybe I can just club her over the head and drag her into my cave and then I will know about it. Right. Um, it, it's it, so misplaced. It's you're yeah. misplaced. It's really the really the so instead of going inside and, and working on yourself and all of that, this it's it's addiction. 
it's addiction. It's like that hit. It's that 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 hit as opposed to, you know, that's how you're going to contain your life. This is a way to deflect and and and, and not really you know grow and evolve. It's, it's, mm-hmm. A lot of people choose not to grow and evolve. They they'll just stay in their addiction. Right. Right. Oh my God. It really so, is junky, junky mentality, and so, um, and it's, it's yeah. So here we are, here we here we here we are. But uh, yeah, I'm just going to continue to be in the coal mines. Well, uh, I uh, yeah, I wanted to say um, that Jen wanted to. She said, "Please pick a card for Liz because she was going to listen to the rest of the show. She had to step away, but she's she's just been listening. Um, okay, as as is okay, um, Margaret. Yeah. Okay. Okay, we'll pick a card. Do you want music, or you just want to pick? Oh Jesus! I've never done that. You know what? I'm going to pick. I've never done that in all the years you've done the show. Yeah. All right, let pick. me just. Uh, okay, let me just load it. Let me find the database. Okay, this is cool. All right, I'm ready. <laughs> you want music? And okay. pick. Okay. Oh, interesting. It's a four-digit number. Hmm. That's very rare. And the number is, oh, this is, oh, my God, Elisa. One, 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 five. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> Bitch, are you sure I'm in the eight? It's not hysterical. One, 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 five. And here's the message. Thanks for the suggestion, Jen, because in 12, 13 years of doing this show, I think 12 years of doing this show, I've never picked it on the air for myself. Here's the message for all of us. Honor the breath which flows through you as that miracle is the starting point for fulfilling the endless beautiful abilities. Oh, Send that one to me. I'm going to use that. That's a that's a gift. I'm going to. Oh, this is perfect. I'll read it again. Honor the breath which flows through you as that miracle is the starting point for fulfilling the endless beautiful possibilities. One, 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 five. I'm sending that to you. Nice. Well, you know that equals an eight, right? No kidding. And uh, <laughs> is, isn't that curious? Mm-hmm. So when we when That's we look funny. at these, basically it's two numbers. It's a one and a five, but that one is there three times. So we talk about three being the number of expression and and right. networking and 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 a flow of energy, but it's a flow that goes both ways. So this one is not normally a receptive number. It, it just knows to, to put it out there, then put it out there, and that's it. Right. Um, but I feel like when you have that uh, three times, it's like, okay, but, you know, the, you start to look at different avenues, and, and, it, it, and it's, it's the evolution of the different facets of self to understand more of who you are. But it's still a, right. an outgoing kind of um, energy. And then we get to a five also, and that more of an outgoing energy, but it's also an energy of growth and change. And and that oh, is hell yeah. when we think about the those that that leads to the opportunities, which is why that ends up being an eight. That is an opportunity. It doesn't mean that you are necessarily going to take it. It's it, that's it depends on on you. But right. uh, similar to what I was saying with with Vince earlier, it's when you are in a space where you're clear enough to even notice it. There are opportunities. Mm-hmm. You don't have to wait for an eight, but you have to you have to. Right. Be able to see it as such. And so you viewed your right. your situation, there is an opportunity there. There's always an opportunity, but you were able to see it as such. Um and and so you're you're going to take that information, take that opportunity and transform it into something else or manifest it into something else. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. sometimes we don't see that until later we don't see the fruits of our labor until later but those decisions point us in that direction and uh, so i it's, it is it that message is a beautiful message especially for you <laughs> for all of us yeah, especially for you for all of us so yeah. it nothing is necessarily working against you if you can see the opportunity no well in all this chaos i'm happy there you go 
Yeah. Well, not no. We'll see. We'll see uh, what Tuesday brings. Oh my God. So that feels like uh, three months from now. So if any of you need to get a hold of us, you can send an email to loablend at gmail.com. And we are scheduled to be back on the air this coming uh, Tuesday at 8.30 a.m. United States Eastern Time. Please take care of yourselves and each other. And as always, and breathe. Let the mm. light do the work and to brighter days ahead. Love you so much. Love you. Bye-bye.